0: Back to another edition of Broomsticks and Butterbeer. I'm Dan Rhino.
1: I'm Jessica Rhino.
0: And we are rolling right along with Harry Potter and the Goblet of Fire. Jess. Uh, pretty action-packed the first few chapters. We're gonna talk about Chapter Four today. Another um, another one uh, edge of your seat, I would say. Another one, another chapter uh, that kind of leaves you on a on a, a cliffhanger and wanting to like find out what's gonna happen next.
1: I'm, I'm really I'm excited.
0: not sure you're reading the right book, Daniel. Oh, yeah. Uh, breaking news. Uh, nothing's happened so far in nothing. this
1: book. A whole lot of nothing.
0: So uh, I'm going to go back to my notes. I didn't write a, an official recap for Chapter 3 here, but like Jess said off air, nothing happened. So I'm going to go back to my notes from last time. Uh, chapter 3 was called The Invitation. We had breakfast with the Dursleys. Everybody's eating grapefruit. Whole family's on a diet. Uh, Harry's hiding food in his Cakes. bedroom. Uh, mailman uh, rings the doorbell to deliver uh, personally deliver an envelope because Molly Weasley sent a letter with uh, 75 stamps on it, uh, drawing some weird attention, which Vernon doesn't like. Uh, the Weasleys are inviting Harry to stay with them for the remaining two weeks of uh, the summer break and to go to the Quidditch Cup. So uh, Vernon has has a crisis here. Do I get rid of Harry two weeks earlier than expected, which would be awesome for him? Or do I keep Harry here just so he can be unhappy? Uh, We ended up uh, letting Harry go because of course there's the uh, constantly uh, hanging uh, over of of Sirius Black, the murdering uh, godfather of Harry. (laughs) That Vernon is worried worried about so Harry is going to be off with uh, the Weas- Weasleys to the Quidditch Cup another chapter devoid of action
1: that's that's about it
0: there we go so uh, chapter four here it's called back to the burrow
1: and things really get moving
0: yeah things uh, things pick up quite a bit here uh, Harry's ready to leave the Dursleys and go with the Weasleys for the next two weeks and the Dursleys are on super edge, Jessica, waiting awaiting the arrival of the well, Weasleys. At least
1: somebody's on edge.
0: Uh, the Dudley's uh, last uh, encounter with the wizard ended with him uh, getting a pigtail.
1: Yes. And so so he's, he's not excited. He's extra protective of his uh verrier. His hind side.
0: Uh, Dudley has his hands on his buttocks quite a bit in this chapter.
1: Yes, I was kind of confused trying to picture this because we've already established that he's like ginormously fat how is he reaching it says he can't hit his hands like like knit together like his fingers were intertwined like behind him
0: oh by the way if you hear the uh (laughs) opening of a banana laffy taffy uh that's me and that's because post-covid three months now one of the few things I can actually taste is banana Laffy Taffy. So, your boy's been eating a lot of banana Laffy Taffy's.
1: He's building up his uh, jaw muscles, too.
0: Yeah, the first time I got gotten the Laffy Taffy, I, uh, my jaw hurt so bad after eating a couple that I had a spot on my head. That <laughs> felt like my brain <laughs> was hurting. It was connected via a nerve straight to my jaw. But now I feel like I'm, like I'm getting stronger. Yeah. My jaws are getting stronger and I can eat more and more banana Laffy Taffy. So that's where I'm at right now. If you hear <laughs> the gentle rustling. Oh, you want to hear a joke, Jess?
1: I think we've heard all of them. That's how much banana left taffy he's been eating, guys. Uh,
0: what's a, we... po- a potato's favorite game? Hot potato? Hashtag.
1: Hashtag.
0: Like hash brown. Yeah, yeah, I get it. Uh, and then uh, what can make honey and words?
1: A spelling bee.
0: Good job. So did not know ten, those 10, ten points hands. to Ravenclaw for Jessica and 1 million points to Gryffindor. Why? Because Dumbledore has a uh, Gryffindor bias. As oh, we know. I was
1: like, there's not even a Gryffindor here.
0: Uh, something that, that kind of went under the radar here in this chapter. We learned in the first book that via his encounter, uh, the, his first encounter with the wizard. Hag- that being Hagrid that Dudley ended up getting a pig's tail. What we didn't know is that he actually went to a muggle doctor and got it surgically removed.
1: I think it was hinted at somewhere back in the other pages. I guess I know. It was thought very brief.
0: I guess I just thought that maybe like like the spell wore off or something, like Cinderella.
1: Yeah.
0: You know, maybe at like at midnight like the tail went away and the the coach turned back into a pumpkin and hmm. I, I just nope. i, I kind of thought that maybe it went away but no he surgically had it removed <laughs> it said at a private hospital i don't know if it's like they you have to pay them a little extra money and you know they kind of do things on the hush hush
1: maybe or maybe just far away they had to go far far away
0: our dogs are going insane by the way which they always do whenever yes. we are here in, yes. in the studio podcast, but it's
1: really hot outside, so they haven't been able to play outside very much. So, well,
0: if my old <coughs> butt can get outside and do stuff, then they can surely go outside and do stuff.
1: They're wearing a fur coat, and uh, you were in the pool. I could
0: wear. I could wear one. I could wear <laughs> you a fur would coat. die. I would look good in a fur coat. I and think.
1: Until you went outside, then you would die.
0: Be worth it. though. <laughs> Fake fur? Uh, I just... Oh, of course. Faux yeah, fur. Yeah, there we go. Of course. It had to be said or
1: clarified or somebody was going <laughs> to get mad. <laughs>
0: we lost <laughs> listeners. Uh, we might not
1: have clarified quick enough. I, uh, somebody clicked a, us off.
0: In 2020 here as we're recording this, and this is uh, July 2nd, 2020 that we're recording this, uh, I just turned uh, 40 uh, about a week and a half ago. Yeah. So, happy birthday to me. And there's just insanity going on around me. But we're going to keep rolling. Because, you know, at, at this point, this is the most action that this chapter is going to have.
1: <laughs> You've got to have some entertainment, even if it's just listening to the dogs wrestle.
0: So I just thought that was interesting about the, the tail, about the, the pig's tail being mm-hmm. removed. Because we know how, how opposed Vernon is to drawing attention. And how opposed he is to anything wizarding being associated with his family.
1: Yeah, anything just not normal.
0: Uh, Vernon is uh, wondering what car the Weasleys would arrive in, and uh, they don't arrive in a car at all, do they, Jessica?
1: No, no, they don't, because the they did have a car once, though. Yeah,
0: uh, apparently that car is wandering around the woods right now.
1: Yeah, <laughs> living the wildlife.
0: So how did they? Uh, how did they show up?
1: Not very well. They they had some barriers to overcome.
0: Uh, literally yeah barriers to overcome. <laughs> some people say like we had to like
1: had you know, bro- we had to break
0: we broke down walls we broke through the glass ceiling we kicked down doors no they literally had physical barriers that they had to get through so just remind us uh, what flu powder is
1: uh, it's a magical powder that you can use to you take when you get the, the flu, flu of course um, no so Mr. Weasley pulled some strings. At work, and had Harry, Harry, well, had the Dursleys, well, it's not Harry's fireplace, Dursley's fireplace connected to the flu network. (laughs) So, you use your little magic flu powder, Mm -hmm. and you can step into the green, it turns your flames green, and you can step into them, they don't hurt you, and you can just tell it where you want to go, and as long as that's on the flu network, apparently. Not uh, the food
0: network. No, no, not the food network. Not like Guy Fieri is on.
1: No. And then you can go to those places. So they tried to arrive this way. However, the Dursleys had theirs bricked up. Their fireplace was bricked up.
0: Yeah, it said that they had a... The, the, the physical fireplace was boarded up and they had just like an electric one like sitting in front of it. Mm-hmm. It kind of reminds me, my, my grandma had this old TV... And the old TVs were like in these like enormous, they, they were like built into, into these enormous wooden structures mm-hmm. <laughs> with a tiny TV like in the middle of it. And she had uh, this old TV and then it didn't wor- stop working, but it's too heavy to, to move. And where are you going to put it? You, know, you can't just put it out for the garbage man. So she got another TV and just set it right on top of the old broken TV. There you go. TV.
1: Well, plus, like, I think my grandma's—I mean, it looked like a piece of furniture. Mm-hmm. And you had she had things right. on top of it. It was like yeah. a, it was like a bookcase, but like a big table, it was like an
0: ornamental uh, center of your uh, yes. living room.
1: So yeah, couldn't just move it.
0: Yeah, and they're definitely not like now where, you know, you could carry around a, a 50-inch TV if you really wanted to. You know, you probably would want some help but you could physically do it you couldn't carry around a a, something with a 12 inch screen back in the the 50s and 60s
1: well and you know there's another step to that then so after you know those cabinet tvs went away you got the actual entertainment center cabinets Mm -hmm. that take up like the whole wall and your tv's supposed to fit in that one compartment Mm -hmm. and uh they don't anymore
0: no all the TVs now are but my
1: parents still have one and so do yours my
0: parents still do because mm-hmm. they're super old uh you know we've got you know just like a little like like a TV stand you know kind of but the majority of people now they they mount their TVs on the, on walls now yes which is uh you know it's crazy technology is crazy um uh, Arthur Weasley would be his mind would be blown in 2020 if he saw the technology that we had
1: (laughs) just give him a phone an iphone for
0: or just a rotary phone just (laughs) (laughs) you know he i think he'd be impressed with that so the fireplace is boarded up and mr weasley and family basically have to bust through a brick wall
1: yes Making a huge mess, which is kind of why I think the Dursleys chose an electric fireplace over a real fireplace. It's probably the mess. Mm -hmm. They want to deal with the soot and the ash and the wood, the actual wood they have to bring into the house. Because there's always a spider in there. And so I figure they did it because they wanted it to be clean.
0: Your parents have a fireplace. Yes. But are the new fireplaces... Do you have to, like, get, like, a... This might be a dumb question. Do you have to hire, like, a chimney sweep to come over?
1: I believe you're supposed to. Okay. Like, it says, warning, your house may burn down if you don't properly clean so that's the chimney. that's actually still a thing. Yes.
0: I just thought they were all, like... You know, people have, like, like the cleaning? ones now where they, like, just press a button and it clicks on.
1: Yeah, those are the gas ones. Okay. So you're not burning anything with gas, that's so that that just like, like, a,
0: like a gas grill versus a charcoal grill
1: yeah we but have, like, wood gotcha i don't know if you have to clean the gas you probably wouldn't have to clean it as much but you'd have to be like worried about other things like if a bird built their nest at the top or something like that interesting but i don't you don't have to clean the gunk out because when you're burning the gas there's no gunk
0: i like fireplaces but they seem like they'd be a lot of work
1: uh you don't have to clean them <laughs> <laughs> but I also don't
0: want my house to burn down.
1: Uh, ours was brick, so we like, want we most of them are brick. So I don't know how you would burn your house down if he was brick.
0: Hmm. We'll have an intern look it up. We'll have a, uh, a chimney sweep uh, guest star on the next show. Okay. Uh, another thing that, that bugged me a little bit, why can't Mr. Weasley say the word electricity? <laughs> If, if he's so fascinated by it that this is like a hobby of his like collecting maybe baseball cards. He thinks he's saying it right. No, he said it wrong twice.
1: I know, but he maybe he
0: thinks that's right. It's like you have a chimney that's eclectic?
1: There's a lot of fantasy books that I read and I don't know how to pronounce the words and but
0: Do you say it wrong multiple ways? Or do you just pick one and stick with it? I pick one
1: and stick with it. Do you, for the most part,
0: but that's different. Like a, like a character, like in a made up world or a place in a made up world, the only person that you could really go to is the author to get what their vision was for, for that pronunciation. Yes. Electricity is not, doesn't have, you know, various ways of, of pronouncing it.
1: No, but they don't, wizards don't use electricity. But he's, it's
0: something, it's a passion of his. It's something that he's fascinated with. He even says he collects plugs.
1: <laughs>
0: if I collected baseball cards, I would know how to say baseball cards. I might not know how to say pronounce everybody's name on the baseball card, but I would know how to say the thing that I collect, that I'm passionate about.
1: But he does know how to say plugs.
0: Okay. I, I <laughs> uh, as soon as the Weasleys burst through the wall and make a big mess, which Arthur is very confident that he can restore, clean up. No problem. Uh, kind of like uh, Mickey and uh, Sorcerer's Apprentice, I'm guessing, Gonna enchant like some buckets and brooms and stuff.
1: No, I think I don't think that's what he was gonna do.
0: Okay, I'm just just wondering. Uh, The Dursleys are in a state of fright the entire time the Weasleys are there. They're basically back against the wall. uh,
1: Dudley's covering his bottom.
0: Yeah, Dudley's covering his bottom. Uh, Mrs. Dursley is hiding behind the ample uh, body of of Vernon. There's no handshakes exchanged, no pleasantries when the Weasleys show up. They are basically just in a state of fright the entire time that they are there. And when it's time for the Weasleys to leave, some sweets fall out of Fred's pocket and spill everywhere. And I immediately, when this happened, I immediately envisioned Dudley just diving on them like it was Captain America diving on a live hand grenade or something. (laughs) Because Dudley has been so devoid of anything tasty, I just thought that he would just instinctively dive on the candy and just shove it down his going mm-hmm. but I, I don't think that's what he really did i think he was a little more or maybe he was i thought i kind of got the assumption that he was more sneaky about it yeah but maybe there was just so many other things going on that nobody really noticed I, and
1: i think he kind of waited an extra second till till there were less wizards in the room because some had already left and so I thought he, maybe he like waited.
0: That was just the first thing that popped into my head. As soon as candy hits the ground, I figured accidentally Dudley was going to be <laughs> was going to be on it.
1: The candy getting dropped was a total accident, right?
0: Oh, I didn't think of that. <laughs> you said accidentally. I'm like, yeah, of course. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. There was this this thing in the chapter about how Harry has told the Weasleys about. So much about Dudley that Fred and George were like, so excited. It's like if I told you about killer whales your whole life. and (laughs) Did you
1: take that because he's obese?
0: No, I was just thinking of like something cool. (laughs) And then like, because you can't like go to the zoo and see a killer whale. But if I took you to SeaWorld... And you're like you. I've shown you p- like pictures of killer whales. Like I've shown you like YouTube videos.
1: Oh, it's the red pandas. I love red pandas. I've seen the videos. I've seen the pictures. We go to the zoo. They're not out.
0: So they're just, they're, they don't exist. They're a full of themselves. They don't feel like coming out. Hmm. But then I take you to Sea World, and you're like, oh, <laughs> we get to see Shamu. That's kind of what the uh, the Weasley boys, particularly Fred and George, are like. Where's, where's Dudley, where, where is he?
1: We'll go get your trunk, he, we'll explore the house. He's almost
0: like a, like, a, like a fictional character that they finally get to meet in real life. And could you imagine like meeting one of your fictional book characters in, in real life? I think that would be, that, it's just awe-inspiring to them. They're so excited about this. I didn't even think about that. Now I'm very convinced that <laughs> Fred did that on purpose. Especially since we find out later that that candy uh, wasn't just normal bonbons. Mm
1: -hmm. Well, Mr. Weasley even says, oh yeah, my son's such a prankster.
0: So, uh, as we're leaving, Mr. Weasley gets a little upset with Mr. Dursley. Mr. Dursley won't even say bye to Harry. And Mr. Dursley is even more upset when Mr. Weasley calls him out on his lack of manners. Like how dare you, the, this lower form of person, judging by my standards, call me out on my lack of manners? So I, what? How did you feel about Arthur kind of jumping to jumping on uh, Mr. Dursley a little bit?
1: Um, I thought that was really nice. I like that dynamic. Sometimes I think of Mr. Weasley as a little too spacey to like have grasped that. But, at the same time, I'm sure that Mrs. Weasley has drilled everyone in the house on proper manners. So, I could see, I, I guess I could see how he would, like, catch on to that and kind of want to stand up for Harry.
0: Do you think it really caught Mr. Weasley off guard? Do you think he thought that... I'm sure he knows, based on what Harry has told him, that Harry's life with the Dursley's is not ideal but, do you think that maybe Mr. Weasley was surprised by how the, the 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 severe lack of caring and love from somebody who's related to you?
1: Yeah, I don't think he fully grasped it. He might have thought Harry was embellishing a little, and oh well, you know. They love their real son more, and they mm-hmm. kind of favor him, and that makes Harry jealous. And or teenagers
0: have a different view of, the, of things Yeah, adults. you
1: know, what kid hasn't slammed the door? You know, they hate you, and my I life sucks, I can't, it can't live here anymore, and you know, so he probably might have just chalked it up to that.
0: He's really caught, it really, maybe it was kind of a, uh, you know, moment of realization, for him, that you're not going to see Harry until the end of the school year,
1: mm-hmm.
0: like nearly not, a whole year. You're not going to say just bye. just a couple of months yeah, shy of a full not, year. You're not even going to say goodbye to him. And Mr. Dursley reluctantly agrees. Basically, just I think so the Weasleys can just leave Can't without just get out without any drama. Turns out, Dudley did grab a candy. He was just, he needed it. He just, yes. He Gotta was, get that fixed. Yeah. He just needed, he was fiending for it. And uh, that candy had a strange effect, didn't it? You want to uh, expound on that?
1: Um, It's kind of hard in the chaos, but basically, I guess it swelled up his tongue and turned it purple. Yeah,
0: but so it, it did like sound fo-
1: like he couldn't breathe. Not like, like, like turned him purple like, like, like he couldn't breathe. But yeah, it just turned his purple and And like a
0: foot long so it was like gene simmons from kiss
1: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, mr weasley thinks it thinks it's probably most likely just a simple engorgement charm and he can fix it but we don't really see that part
0: so mr weasley does try to help and vernon's fear has escalated to outright terror at this point
1: well he's probably thinking they're gonna have to go to another secret hospital and get it removed
0: and they are just—the whole family is just freaking out. Um, Mrs. Dursley is just crying and just hysterical, and Vernon rejects Mr. Weasley's help and just starts throwing random ornamental, uh, like pieces of—knickknacks. Um, yeah, they kept saying like ornamental, so it's like like little like. Uh, uh, figurines. Like China, or, like yeah. fig, fine China, like, fig, what are porcelain figurines, maybe?
1: Yeah. I think,
0: I are thought you they said China the, in the there, eggs? like that. Yeah, like fa- eggs. Egg? Is that what you're thinking <laughs> of? No, they, they said, I thought they said China in there. And so, I made me think of like dishes. No, but, I think but, like figurines. But then, but then they said, they said ornamental a lot, ornaments and stuff like that. So, I'm guessing, like little, um, what are those, uh, the little, uh, Doll, the ones that look the like the nesting
1: little... dolls <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> or the Cupid doll
0: no what what's the one uh, that's like the little boys and the little girls uh, oh the precious like... moments yeah the precious moments ones. yeah so the precious <laughs> moments
1: little big that's what
0: that's what I, I imagine him him throwing but that's just kind of what popped into my head um, so mr Weasley just kind of gives up and leaves
1: like all right see ya
0: and he mr Weasley to his credit he tries many times but he's basically being assaulted (laughs) and so he just leaves so is this a temporary thing or is do we have another private hospital visit uh in the in the near future for Dudley no
1: I think this one does wear off okay good later we'll learn more about these candies and the, the, the effects all seem to be temporary
0: okay good because I just I don't want this i don't want it to get taken out on harry it seems like whenever something like this happens you know we all all know how vernon feels about the wizarding community as it is i just can't imagine how this would push him over the edge even more i just don't want it to uh get taken out on harry so
1: well i won't see him for almost a year so maybe it'll things will settle down by then
0: i'll tell you what um as time goes on and as these books go on Dudley is uh, getting knocked down several pegs, and I like it, (laughs) because he has been just horrible to Harry, Mm -hmm. you know, the whole time that, you know, Harry's whole life, I'm sure, but he's getting knocked down several pegs over the last several books that we've read, you know, it's been a gradual thing, it's not like been an overnight thing where all of a sudden he doesn't mess with Harry anymore, I'm sure he still has his moments, because Dudley is Dudley. But it seems like he's getting a little bit more aware of the fact that Harry is probably getting more powerful, that Harry's able to do more things, and Harry's got some powerful friends and some powerful family. So I think that uh, maybe all the, the Dursleys are getting knocked down a, a peg. You know, we've, we've seen how Harry has in- increasingly got more, like, privileges over mm-hmm. the last several books, he doesn't
1: so, have to sleep under the stairs anymore. Yeah, he gets the second upgrade. bedroom. Upgrade. So I just think
0: I think that's kind of that's good that you know Dudley uh, cause he kind of deserves it. He's a jerk, you know. And he's not gonna he's not dying or anything. He just got to deal with the pig's tail and a big old purple tongue.
1: Big old purple tongue. Uh, that's so fine. that's it
0: for chapter four, Jess. What else uh, did you want to add about back to the burrow? A lot of a lot of stuff happening. It took us four chapters to get Harry out of the house.
1: And he's out of the house, but we haven't actually made it to the borough no, yet. No, we're
0: not there. It said back to the borough. I thought we were going to get to see, uh, you know, the uh, Casa de, de Weasley. Not yet. But, no, we're we're in mid-flu travel as we speak.
1: Oh, here we go.
0: I hear a joke. Uh, how can hurricanes see? Now you know.
1: They have an eye.
0: Uh, what type of store do apes own?
1: Oh, I have read this one.
0: Think about what animal is similar to an ape. In the same way. That's like, making it harder. Same, same family.
1: I don't
0: know. Uh, a monkey business. Monkey
1: business. See, I knew it was something. I kept being ape sale. <laughs> That doesn't make sense.
0: Uh, Anything you want to add? Because we do have an email.
1: Oh, we have an email? And I
0: didn't tell you what it was because it specifically is about you.
1: What? Oh, no. Am I in trouble?
0: (laughs) No, this is a good thing. Okay. You're going to be excited about this.
1: Anxiety now.
0: You're fine. Ready for the email? Yes. You can always send us your emails, broomsticks.butterbeer at gmail.com. Or you can tweet us at broomsticksb, broomsticks. Followed by the letter B. I think we're closing in on 600 Twitter followers.
1: Ooh.
0: And uh, before we uh, go to this email, too, we got to give a shout-out to our friends, uh, Austin and Jack, uh, of uh, the People's Trivia Company in California.
1: Oh, yeah, they've been keeping us entertained.
0: Yeah, during uh, the coronavirus shutdown here in 2020, uh, they run the People's Trivia Company, which is uh, normally uh, one of the premier bar trivia uh, companies in California, but since the uh, COVID shutdown, uh, we can't gather as much as we, we used to. So they're doing live trivia online on their YouTube page every Tuesdays, Wednesdays and Thursday. Uh, totally free. You can uh, hook up with your friends via Skype or FaceTime or whatever app you want to use. Uh, we use FaceTime and we uh, hook up with Jennifer in California, we'll hook up with Kelly in New York, we'll hook up with Anastasia in connecticut and uh, we play some trivia every tuesday wednesday and thursday sometimes they even do theme games on sunday
1: yeah i was gonna say we we see them more now than we did before the I, shutdown
0: i so look you know i i really look forward to i kind of get sad when it's monday night and there's no trivia mm-hmm. because we, we, we play every night that that it's available now we kind of yeah. started doing like one day a week and it's, it's gotten to the point where it's so much fun and, you know, Austin and Jackers are so nice and they, they interact very well, you know, with uh, the people that are playing and they're just very personable. Austin is a Slytherin. Jack is a Hufflepuff. If you uh, watch their broadcast, you will be able to tell that right away. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, We sent them some t-shirts recently so shout out to our buddies Austin and Jack you can uh, they are on Twitter I think it's People's Trivia Co on On Twitter might be the People's Trivia Co too, but uh, you'll see their logo when you when you uh, go on to Twitter if you type that in Uh, They're also on Facebook, but main the main thing uh, is go to their YouTube page and subscribe They are super close to getting a thousand subscribers on their YouTube page Probably by the time this drops They'll they'll have it Yeah But uh, then they then, then it's on to the next goal So uh, Follow them on YouTube And you will get a uh, You'll be alerted when they uh, When new episodes are coming up And they do uh, they were, They've just been real nice to us they, When they did the Harry Potter theme night They shouted out our podcast And you know really You know basically did You know free advertising for us We're going to do some free advertising for them
1: Aww. How about that? Fair is fair.
0: So, uh, email. Yes. Broomsticks.butterbeer at at gmail.com comes from Amy in San Diego. Hi, Amy. Uh, San Diego, uh, I believe, was an old wooden ship in Civil War time.
1: You don't like San Diego.
0: Uh, San Diego is where I got sung by a stingray. Yeah. Not a fun time. Amy has a question for you, Jessica. She wants to know what books, other than Harry Potter, of course, is Jess reading right now? I'm bored and I need more stuff to read.
1: Um I think I mentioned recently that I was reading the this is
0: Your Turn the Shine.
1: <laughs> so shiny. Uh the Percy Jackson books. I finished the first on the recommendation of Anastasia. Of oh, yes. I was I was in big trouble for not having read those. Um I finished the first series, like the first chunk, 5 books, and then there's like more. But I'm not jumping into those yet because mm-hmm. um, I have other things I need to read. I just finished *Steel Tide*, which is the sequel to um, *Seafire*. It's a basically a all crew of all female pirates, and it's great. So that was fun. And
0: like Anne Bonny, she was a female pirate.
1: <laughs> this one, her name is um, Caledonia. Interesting. That's what I thought it was a cool name.
0: I got a Caledonia once when I went to uh, Starbucks with a little uh, whipped froth on it.
1: Huh. Okay. I don't think yeah, you did. None of those things have none ever of those I've things never happened. Stepped, I've
0: never stepped foot in a Starbucks.
1: Um, going to be real honest here. I'm still struggling with the new Saramas book, The Crescent City. Mm. A lot of people say it's really good mm. once you get like. 400 pages in or 600 pages or whatever and I'm like I'm only at 200 pages and I'm struggling
0: well she did have a baby so yeah Yeah, and that might have changed her writing style a little bit (laughs) (laughs) I'm joking I'm just a joke (laughs)
1: people
0: her her writing style has definitely changed
1: (laughs) it's just gotten uh, more adult Um, other than that I'm not sure what I'm going to read next I like I said I just finished Steel Tide you, the you other day. You read the
0: Hunger Games prequel. As I well. read the Hunger you Games really prequel. I that. did
1: really enjoy that. I'm waiting for you to jump on that because you keep saying you're going to read it.
0: Yeah, I brought you into the Hunger Games. Yeah. Um,
1: yeah. So you should have you should have knocked it out already. Years
0: ago, uh, a friend of mine, a teacher colleague of mine, uh, told me about it, and they she said it was like uh, it's like kid gladiators like fighting like to the death, you know.
1: And so you told me that, and I was and like... I was like,
0: that sounds awesome.
1: I don't want to read that.
0: <laughs> and so I read it, and it was amazing, and I read the second book, and then right when I finished the second book was right when the movie came out, and I think you saw the movie before you read the book,
1: right? yeah, you Yeah, I went to the movie you with were like, you.
0: you like, I'll go. You just go for the popcorn.
1: I love the popcorn. And the
0: icies. Yes. The refillable icies. Refillable icies. Bottomless oh, icies. But you enjoyed the movie quite a bit.
1: Well, it wasn't...
0: That's exactly what it is. <laughs>
1: no, it is we've kid- discussed this. No, I didn't You're picture wrong. gladiators. I pictured American gladiators.
0: I pictured kids in
1: spandex hitting each other with foam mallets no, and trying to climb to the top of a giant, a giant mountain. There and is
0: spandex involved.
1: That's not really what it was.
0: Actually, the the training uh, when they go to like the training room in mm-hmm. the movie. That's, like, that really, like, American <laughs> Gladiators. Like, they've got, like, the, the sticks with, like, the things on them so they can practice, like, yeah. each other. That's a, a lot like the TV show American Gladiators. If, if you have no idea what, to talk, what I'm talking about, there was a TV show, like, in the in 80s and 90s. And then they brought it back, but, but it wasn't successful in the 2000s. It's called American Gladiators, and it was... Amazing. <laughs> I
1: have no idea why when you told me it was kids in arena in an arena fighting each other like the gladiators, I I just assumed American gladiators. I don't know why.
0: All the gladiators all the gladiators on American Gladiators had cool names like laser and turbo and nitro and jade and thunder. Yeah. And they were all on massive amounts of steroids. And it was, it was amazing.
1: It was that was not what I. That's not what I pictured at all. It was it was actually good. So.
0: <laughs> so you read the new Hunger Games book, which is actually a prequel. Uh, you really enjoyed that, so that's that's on the the Jess. Uh, that's like the Oprah that's Book the Club. Up, you get yeah. the Jess. Uh, put the sticker on it. Oh yeah. And that that I, ups I the sales of it. I need stickers. I'll get you some stickers, but All right, I'll stick them on nothing, my book. I got nothing going on. I'll make you some stickers.
1: Um. Before that, the one that really stands out is, um, you know, we went to C two e two in Chicago before the COVID took over the world. Hmm. And that was
0: like one of the last big gatherings, um, geek wise, for uh, pre COVID. Yeah, like we just got we in just got under in, like, and then you and Chicago me Chicago exploded, afterwards. and then you and me came home like three weeks after that and got the sickest we've ever been (laughs) when we actually got covid
1: yeah i don't think we
0: got it in chicago
1: no unless they're unless all the experts are wrong because it was literally three weeks yeah i was three weeks you were three weeks and three days Mm -hmm. later and that would have been like if we got it the day we left not the other days that we were there um but at that convention every year i always see trisha levenseller and most of her books Some of her books are standalones, which I don't read a lot of, but I love her books. And this year I picked up The Darkness, or no, The Shadows Between Us. And it was so good. Like, I still think about the book and I'm like, that was good. It was very different. She describes it as a Slytherin love story. Hmm. To. The two main Kelly, characters, where yeah Kelly, are definitely Slytherin, and they're really kind of out for their own gain, and they're pl- trying to play each other, and they might just fall in love. Interesting. Well,
0: those are some Jessica Rhino recommendations. Uh, you can always follow her on Twitter. Although I got a recommend or I got a notification the other day that said uh, Jess Rhino has tweeted for the first time in a in a while. Didn't
1: yes. Well, I hadn't been. The tweets on my Twitter are the links to the book, book reviews. Yeah. But I hadn't been doing them because I was doing the Percy Jackson books. Gotcha. And I didn't do a review for every single one of those. Actually, I didn't re- do a review for all of them at all. Because, I don't know, I just feel like most people have read them. And mm-hmm. they don't really need a review yeah, at this point. Need,
0: they don't need you to... Tell, I, yeah, we I already know, Jazz. Yeah.
1: Welcome to the party. A little late. Um, so, yeah, I had... Been kind of on a hiatus. Oh, and then, you know, I was reading my H.H. Holmes stuff. Which... Yeah, you're really
0: into serial killers <laughs> lately. It's, it's worrying me. Okay. Uh,
1: Amy? Amy? Is that the.
0: Yeah,
1: Amy. Amy. I was like, Amy, <laughs> what? what <laughs> Amy! Are <you> talking
0: about? <laughs> like from Congo? The ape from Congo? Yeah,
1: no. Amy. So, read the um, Stalking Jack the Ripper books. The first one's pretty good. The second one is kind of, uh, what? Uh, Third one's fine. I really loved the fourth one. And it talks all about, it takes place in Chicago, and it talks about the mass murderer H.H. Holmes. And now I'm obsessed, and I read everything and watched everything that I could find on it.
0: Mm -hmm. This is how serial killers are born, by the way. You're going to end up being like a copycat of A.J. Holmes. <laughs> and uh, this it m- was this may be the last time brilliant. you heard my, uh, my golden voice?
1: No. But it was amazing how thought through all of his murders were.
0: Amazing, she says. She's. she's Not in uh, a
1: good way. <laughs>
0: <laughs> she's taken back by the skill. He martyred. didn't even
1: really get caught for murdering people. He got caught for fraud. Mm-hmm. And then they realized he'd been murdering so people. they got Al
0: Capone. Got him on, like, tax evasion. Yeah. <laughs> they got OJ on, uh, uh, when he was trying to, like, steal his, uh, trophies back. <laughs> so, That's I, it. That's yeah. That's, that, those are the books that have been but monopolizing, monopolizing my time. Yeah. Fo- follow her on Twitter, at Jess Rhino, and you can, whenever she posts a new review, it'll Give you the link there. Yeah, you can follow me on Twitter. I just talk about wrestling and stuff, though. Oh. Uh, At Dan Ryan on the show is at BroomsticksB. And uh, we're also on Facebook if you want to connect with us there. But uh, most of you are probably listening via your favorite podcast platform, and uh, we really appreciate that. Just leave us a uh, review. Leave us a five star review on whatever platform it is, whether it be Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher, iHeartRadio. We're everywhere. If uh, you can't find us, you're not looking. Exactly. And uh, leave us a review. It really ups our, uh, our profile and makes us uh, easier to find for everybody. And uh, we will uh, hopefully continue to bring these to you uh, every week or so. So we can uh, stay entertained for 30 to 40 minutes once a week while the world burns around.
1: <laughs> yeah. It's only getting worse.
0: So uh, just be nice to each other, everybody. You know I know that's the hufflepuff and me talking but there's just there's just way too much bad stuff out there way too much negativity just just don't be a jerk just be good to each other take care of each other donate blood you know if you got nothing going on go donate blood I can't you can't you have a, you have a, a you have an excuse you have I thought
1: a... about it just like asking You're like can I maybe give blood?
0: You have a physical. Your body doesn't make enough blood. Yeah, I don't have enough blood. Uh, but I've given uh, twice my covalescent plasma, and have another appointment in a few weeks. So, uh, and I saw a commercial. The Rock is asking people to donate their COVID plasma. So, if the Rock tells me to do something, Jess, I got to do it. You
1: definitely got to do it. Uh,
0: so yeah, be nice to each other. Donate blood. Um, just be be good people. Don't be a jerk. You know, we got way too many jerks right now. We need more. We need more good guys. And uh, I think that's gonna do it for this edition of Broomsticks and Butterbeer. We talked about Chapter Four, back to the Burrow. We're not quite back to the Burrow yet, but we're getting close, babe.
1: We just gotta turn the page at this point. We're
0: getting. We're getting so close. We've been through four chapters. We finally got Harry out of the house.
1: But we're not back at Hogwarts. We're
0: not back at Hogwarts yet. We
1: got some time before that.
0: It's probably. That's probably gonna be about ten more chapters. <laughs> we'll show up at Hogwarts. <laughs> Uh, So until next time, thanks everybody for downloading, listening, and subscribing. I am Dan Rhino. I'm Jessica Rhino. And we'll see you next time.
1: Bye.